0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.
1: Remembering a dark day at the Capitol.
2: Hospitals fill with COVID patients.
1: Way too many people are not taking it seriously.
2: Cloud over Jelaine Maxwell conviction. The prosecution and the defense have asked the judge to investigate a juror. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan.
1: And I'm Tony DeCopol at the U.S. Capitol in Washington with the CBS World News Roundup. One year ago today, this was a scene of unprecedented violence an attack on the Capitol by a mob of Trump supporters, bent on stopping Congress from certifying the 2020 election. We're willing to risk our lives! Do you understand? It was a stunning event that left people dead and injured and raised troubling questions about American democracy. Our White House correspondent Steve Portnoy reports President Biden will mark the anniversary here this morning. From Statuary Hall, just steps from where rioters tried to break into the House chamber, the president will lay the blame for the January 6th attack on his predecessor.
0: President Biden will lay out the significance of what happened at the Capitol and the singular responsibility President Trump has for the chaos and carnage that we saw.
1: Press Secretary Jen Psaki says Mr. Biden may also call out Republican lawmakers for what she calls their silence and complacency as Donald Trump continues to falsely argue that the presidency was stolen from him. Correspondent Steve Dorsey was on the air live on that day of violence.
2: Officers
1: quickly rushing those entrances to the gallery, locking doors. Behind shuttered doors, I reported on the mob that stormed the Capitol. From a nearby window, I'd watched a growing crowd scramble up the west front. I heard their shouts echo through the corridors inside as they clash with police until reporters were led to safety through basement corridors. We passed by glass rooms in the basement's restaurant, Bank, the credit union, where people were still holed up inside. CBS's Chris Cruz has more now on the effort by authorities to make sure there's no repeat
2: of January 6th. The U.S. Capitol Police Department has undergone transformative change. Chief Tom Manger. A blueprint for operational planning has been created and put into place for all future significant events. If January 6th taught us anything, it's that preparation matters. Manger told a Senate committee that almost all of the recommendations for change made by the Inspector General have been implemented.
1: I had a chance to speak with Senate Democratic Leader Chuck Schumer about what happened And what's happened since? Had one of them had a gun, had two of them blocked off the door, Lord knows what would have happened. One of them was reported to say, there's the big Jew, let's get him. Senator, let's talk about danger. One year later, a majority of Americans think that that was not a singular event, but a mark of a new era where there will be more violence in this country. Do you share that fear? I do share that fear. When democracy is at danger, it often starts with a mob. People egg on the mob. Donald Trump is still doing that. When we went to that secret place, McConnell, McCarthy, Pelosi— and I said, we're going to come back at 8 p.m. and count the votes. But that moments of courage and outrage by McConnell and McCarthy are gone. They're following Trump. In the House, a select committee continues to investigate what happened a year ago. Many Trump insiders have fought subpoenas from Congress. And more than 700 people have been charged by the Justice Department so far in the attack here at the
2: Capitol. Steve. Well, Tony, a CDC advisory committee has endorsed COVID-19 vaccine booster shots for kids 12 to 15. That will allow nearly 5 million children to get a third dose of the Pfizer vaccine. It comes as a record number of children are being hospitalized with COVID and health officials estimate more than 50,000 people a day will be hospitalized by the end of the month. CBS's Nikki Batiste is at a hospital in one state where there is growing concern about the rising rate of hospitalizations.
0: It's all hands on deck at Holy Name Medical Center in Teaneck, New Jersey.
2: Just before the holidays, we were under 30. Yesterday, we were over 90. So we've seen a significant increase.
0: Dr. Michelle Aceto is the chief nursing officer. Right now, 106 employees are out sick, 26 of them nurses. The state is asking its National Guard and FEMA For help with staffing.
2: For a second straight day, the nation's third largest school district has canceled classes. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot says there's been no agreement with teachers over remote learning and COVID safety protocols for the classroom.
1: When our district was fully remote, our children suffered, and that fell most disproportionately on black and brown and poor kids.
2: Australia says no to Novak Djokovic, the world's top tennis player. He's still in the country fighting a move to send him back home. Officials have rejected a medical exemption under COVID pandemic rules. Prime Minister Scott Morrison says his visa was cancelled. I think I'm not double vaccinated and you're not an Australian resident or citizen,
1: well, you can't come.
2: Djokovic is looking to sort it all out to play in this month's Australian Open, where a vaccine mandate is in force for all players. Authorities in Kazakhstan say dozens of protesters have been killed in attacks on government buildings. And at least 12 police officers have died, dozens more injured in the violence. Some offices were set on fire, too. There was also an attempt to seize control at the country's major airport. Well, Jelaine Maxwell's lawyers are calling for a new trial after a juror revealed he was a sexual abuse victim and told his story in the jury deliberation room. Legal analyst Jessica Levinson. The judge will essentially determine whether or not this apparent
0: failure to disclose undermines Maxwell's right to a fair and impartial jury.
2: Maxwell was convicted last week of sex trafficking minors for the late sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. For the second time this week, a winter storm system threatens the East Coast. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson says it'll be an issue late tonight and early tomorrow. It's not in any way, shape, or form a repeat. But for the nation's capital, which doesn't often have snow on the ground for a long period of time, you're just going to be adding to that base with another two to three inches of snow. Heavy snow is forecast for the West Virginia Mountains. Ice is possible from Tennessee to the lower Mississippi Valley. In a statement through his attorney, NFL wide receiver Antonio Brown says an MRI taken the day after he walked off during the Tampa Bay Bucks game with the New York Jets showed ankle damage, something that he says was beyond painful. Team officials say Brown did not claim he was injured when he refused to keep playing. And in Washington, is the secret out? Will it be the Washington Admirals?
0: The same day, the Washington football team gave their tease that the announcement with the new name and identity is coming out February 2nd. WashingtonAdmirals.com was redirecting to the team's official website.
2: CBS Sports NFL writer Cody Benjamin says no other names on the final list link up with the team's site. Betty White may be gone, but her name will live on far beyond Hollywood.
0: Betty White was an animal supporter and advocate. It's been a joy of my life the whole time. Now a sanctuary in San Angelo, Texas, is paying tribute. The Peaceful Valley Donkey Rescue has named a new foal after the actress who died on New Year's Eve at the age of 99. The rescue's executive director says White donated to the project for years under her real name, Betty White Ludden. Her fuzzy white Janet foal namesake is ensconced in a newly reconfigured nursery dedicated to White as well. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS
2: News. One of two winning Powerball tickets was sold at a convenience store in Sacramento.
1: $300 That's enough to set me up for life. I got six kids and one on the way.
2: He didn't win, but the $632 million jackpot will be split by someone who bought there and at a location in Wisconsin. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News.
0: Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.